Hello, fellow safety and health professional, and welcome to another podcast in a series of podcasts based on an article in Safety and Health magazine that's all about you. We all experience three types of events that can stir up emotional pain. The first one, tragedy, is the worst. That's when something happens that changes our life permanently. A most common example would be that a loved one passes away. My mother-in-law, who my wife and I love dearly, she died about four years ago, and we still feel sad about it, especially my wife. She'll sometimes still cry when she thinks about her mother. The second type of event, setbacks, they're not as bad as tragedies. They're not as serious, but stuff like your house catches fire, you get divorced or examples. Many of us safety professionals have experienced or seen firsthand what an accident can do to a person, uh, causing them to lose some mobility or have pain, quite a bit of pain, like say from a back injury. And setbacks we can recover from, sometimes completely. Other times they may change our life, but they're not as severe as tragedies. And there's no fine line that this was definitely a setback. This was, you know, not a tragedy exactly. It's, it's just a two serious events, but tragedies are definitely something that can cause us a lot of pain. Setbacks, that depends on who you are, but both of them, it's reasonable to get upset about them. Then there are inconveniences, those little things that bother us. Someone who is always late, waiting in line, a friend who talks behind your back, losing your keys, your computer locking up, you know, the little things. Uh, stress researchers used to think that tragedy and setbacks were what caused most of the stress in our life, if you were to sum it all up. Well, the evidence doesn't show that. Uh, what we're, we've learned, folks who study this subject, is that, sure, the first two categories cause a lot of duress, but overall, throughout your life, if you were able to add it up, the events that cause the most stress are inconveniences. And it would be amusing to think that, oh, that's funny that the little things cause the most amount of stress if it didn't cause us so much pain and anguish in our body and minds. Well, I've worked hard in my life to not let inconveniences bother me. And here's the two tactics that I use that have helped me quite a bit, and I hope they'll do the same for you. First, I try to fix my inconveniences when I can. Uh, waiting at the dentist's office, for example, the dentist I used to have, I have to wait a long time, a lot. So I went to the receptionist and I asked her when would be the best time to schedule an appointment so I don't have to wait. She was a bit surprised that I asked her that, but then she told me, uh, in the morning, first thing, if you get a first appointment, or Friday afternoon, we usually spread out some because the doctor wants to get, the dentist wants to get off earlier. So, that's what I did whenever I made an appointment, one of those two, and uh, problem solved. It's surprising sometimes how easy it is to eliminate inconveniences. It just takes a little effort and some problem-solving thinking whether it's putting up a hook for your keys or leaving earlier for appointments, that's something I do now. Uh, I go to the airport a lot, and I always leave early. I, I don't push it. Many of the nuisances will go away. Uh, 
uh, if we take the time to do something about them. So why not make a list? That's what I recommend and we do when I give my stress seminar. At one point, everybody makes a list up. In fact, I give them a list and then they add to it and check off which of the things that I listed bother them and then they add their own. And then for a little bit, we talk about how you can fix some of them. Now, of course, there will be inconveniences you can't control or that pop up by surprise. And that's when I try a little magic. Yes, uh, even though I'm a logical safety and health professional, I believe in magic words. My favorite magic words are not abracadabra or hocus pocus. They are, so what? When something starts to bother me, especially when I'm traveling, I remind myself that this is not that important. It will pass and that it is simply a so what. In other words, what's happening isn't worth my negative energy growing. Hurts your heart. Makes it so that you have cortisol and other chemicals that are bad for your body get spit out. Thinking this way and saying so what to my inconveniences works like magic, at least for me. And it always helps me calm down or get a better perspective. Now, along the same line, I remind myself regularly how fortunate I am to even have access to a grocery store or to a dentist, the airport, automobile, and so many things that millions of people aren't able to have. So even if traffic is bad, I should be glad I have a car to even be in traffic. A fellow safety professional from Somalia, her name was Fatima, and she was a lovely woman. She attended one of my public seminars on stress. Well, during lunch, I asked her to tell me some things about stress and about Americans, about in this culture. Well, she didn't want to at first because she was thinking she's going to say something negative and she didn't want to do that. And I told her, I said, Fatima, I promise I'm not going to get insulted whatsoever. In fact, it will help me with my work because uh, you are a more objective observer than I am. And she told me that one thing that surprises her, that we get so stressed out and upset when we have to wait in line at a grocery store. She told me that most of the people in her country, good percentage, would think they were in a paradise if they were waiting in line in one of our grocery stores. And, and right after she told me that, the first time I went shopping, I looked around, I was like, wow, look at all that stuff we have, including toys for kids and food and that's helped me. That thought has stayed with me for several years. I, I, this was probably 15 years ago, maybe, or so, 10 at least, that I spoke with Fatima. Sure, I still try to go shopping during times when the place isn't crowded. And if I do go and I didn't expect to have to wait, and then I have to wait, I just recall what Fatima said. And I say to myself, so what, while I continue to wait in a paradise. 